Welcome, you're listening to the Spa Business Mastery Podcast, a place for team and solo spa owners to learn how to scale their business growth and impact by implementing thriving systems and strong leadership. Hi, my name is Kirsten Foss, and over the past 25 years, I've been an esthetician, spa owner, and business and marketing strategist to help you plant the seeds of success needed to cultivate a truly bountiful spa business. Now, today's topic is orbiting around the uh, subject of team. So this is for you spa owners who have teams, or perhaps if you are thinking about building a team. Um, What I want to talk about today is hostage management. And, you know, I'm curious if you are feeling like your team is ruling the roost. Now, you may have never heard of the term hostage management before, Um, so I wanted to introduce it to you if you've not, if you haven't heard it, and I I wanted to share with you what it means, I wanted to um, help you identify to see if you actually are in a hostage management situation at your spa, and I wanted to also give you uh, perhaps a new and different perspective of the situation, because Uh, I have, I too have had uh, hostage management situations where my team was, uh, there was actually only a few people that, you know, were trying to rule the roost and it was an incredibly painful time and very frustrating because um, it felt like I was losing control of my business and the direction that it was going and I was losing control of my team culture uh, and it just felt like it was uh, a hot mess and a, and the, the biggest piece was I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, and I want to get into what those fears are because they're valid. They're absolutely valid for you, dear spawner, if you are in the situation. So, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that if you have a team, they are the lifeblood of your business. They are the key ingredients that you need to grow your spa business if you plan on being outside of the treatment room. So if you have a business model where, you know, you're, although you enjoy being in the treatment room, you want to build this business, you want to be outside of the treatment room so that you can actually run it properly so that you have time uh, with your family and that you're not doing all the things as well as have a team. Now, this situation comes up when as an owner, you, um, you've probably been, you know, in the recruiting and hiring process, you've trained up team members. Um, and what hap- often happens is that you get one or two people that start doing their own thing. And doing their own thing can be mean anything. It could just simply mean that they want to do their own protocols and doesn't really matter what, you know, how you want things done. Um, there's other things that you can help to help to help you identify if you uh, have a team member that is holding you hostage. So these kinds of team members, it often has situations like there's gossip happening, um, maybe gossip in the treatment room, they're sharing information that they is inappropriate. Um, maybe they, uh, there's just kind of a refusal to uh, conform to your protocols, uh, blaming, manipulation, bitchy, catty comments. Um, you know, 
I think you're, you might be picking up what I'm putting down. You might have a team member that is just not being a team player. Now, the reason why it gets into a hostage management situation is when that particular toxic team member is a high producer and you feel like you can't, um, you can't really deal with the situation because they are a top revenue earner. So it puts you in this little pickle of feeling like, oh, I cannot stand how this is playing out in my business. I can't stand how it's affecting the rest of the team because we know that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> and when that happens, you know, a lot of times your team members just feel like they're not getting the attention that they deserve from you uh, with your leadership. So, you know, the scenario ends up, you know, it starts kind of, you know, it starts off with one or two things that you're like, eh, you know, I don't really like that about what they're doing. And maybe you've even had a, you maybe you've even uh, had a conversation with them. Maybe you've had a one-on-one -on -one and they still refuse to make any kind of changes. So now you're in this place where, okay, I've got this top producer. I need the revenue coming in, but they are making this business miserable. You are in a hostage management situation. <laughs> so, um, you know, what do you do? Well, I want you to know that this really, that, that a solution to this issue really takes one decision from you one decision and that is to choose your spa business and your business values as the long-term priority okay all right now that may seem like yeah okay <laughs> but how does that going to play out so that I don't lose all these bookings because I know that the fear is that if you have a conversation where you really have to have like a come to Jesus moment and say, this is not working, you know, it's either things have to change or you have to go and you are worried that they are going to pull the pin and take all their clients with them. Well, here's the deal. Um, although they feel like they're their clients, they're not really. And I want to share with you after I want to make a few points first, but I do want to share with you that this isn't a hopeless situation. There are ways to mitigate um, losing clients and sales and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, but I, I want you to hear right now, and this is the perspective shift. It just takes one decision. Now I find that in my life, in uh, my personal life, in my business life, in the lives of my clients, lives of my friends and family members, I have I have realized that many times when we are feeling that, um, you know, when we're feeling uh, that, that conflict inside, like we don't know what to do, we feel the, the friction of the issue. What I notice is that it's once we're able to make a decision, that pain starts ebbing. <laughs> Okay, the pain and the frustration starts ebbing once we've made a decision. So I want you to, uh, I want you to kind of just think about this, let it roll around in your mind after you finish this podcast. Just think about this possibility that you could make it's all it's going to take is just one decision for you to choose you, your spa business, and your spa values as the priority of the business above all else. Because I guarantee you, when you do that, 
when you prioritize that, everything else falls into place. Now you do need a strategy to help mitigate things, but things fall into place when you prioritize yourself, your business and your values. All right. So um, now I, I want to kind of roll into the idea of choosing um, your spa values and using that as a way to help you make a decision when it comes to toxic team uh, members. Um, now, having values, business values, is the same as having personal values. In fact, your business values are an extension of your personal values because the business that we're in is very much um, comes from the heart. So when I'm working with my coaching clients, this is one of the first exercises that we do is we start diving into um, helping them uh, discover, you know, they already have them. I just have to kind of kind of peel it, pull it out of them and kind of peel back a couple of layers. But we're really, it's an exercise in identifying what your business core values are. And they're usually a set of four or five values. And there's their values in which you also are clear about not only the value, but how it shows up in the guest experience and also how it shows up in your team experience. So when it comes to clearing out toxic team members, clearing out the hostage management situation, it all starts on getting exceptionally clear on what your business values are. Your values are about why you're doing what you're doing and how, how that shows up in the guest or team experience. Now, if you've never done a values exercise, um, basically there's, there's a couple of ways that you can do it here. The, if you want to do it on your own, um, there are many, like if you just Google um, personal values or 200 personal values or 500 personal values, there's tons of lists of values. And what you can do is download those and print them out and um, start kind of going through them and identifying what are the top five ones for you. Now, if you would like some more direction in terms of like specifically how to choose your values um, that has to do with spa, I have a limited time um, opportunity on my shop. It's a value spa, spa values uh, exercise for, it's just for $27. Um, and right now it's in the shop, uh, but it will be bundled up into a much bigger package. But if you're listening to the podcast right now and you want to dive into uh, this spa business values exercise, but you don't even know where to start, start with that. It's super uh, inexpensive, very affordable for you to get started. And it absolutely will help you get very, very clear on what you truly value in your business. Because once you have identified your five values, written out why they're important and how they show up in the client experience and the team experience, that becomes part of your recruiting system, right? And allows you to begin um, attracting, hiring, and retaining aligned team members. See, the situation you have right now is that you have misaligned team members, because you weren't clear on your values, you maybe weren't clear on the vision of your business and the direction that it was going. And maybe you might feel you might feel like you're a little bit, um, you know, not as strong as you'd like to be in your leadership. But by creating these values, writing them out, and then sharing them with your team, 
and imbuing them into your whole guest experience, this is how you attract and keep aligned team members. So, you know, when, once you've designed your spa values and presented them to your team, what's going to happen is that you will, those, those misaligned team members will start really feeling like they're misaligned and you, it, there won't, you don't need to have this big dramatic exit. What you will find is if you stick to your values, you stick to your uh, company policies, um, then you will have people just not who aren't aligned with your business. They'll be exiting. They'll be finding the door themselves. Now, I know the issue is concerning to you in terms of lost revenue, but I guarantee you that you can mitigate those lost revenues by having a plan in place uh, for when that person leaves. And I'm talking about a plan in terms of what you're going to be communicating to your clients when, like, so that you are, you know, if the, the team member is leaving, you have a plan that you can press go on right away that has clear communication to clients as far as rebooking them, um, sharing what's happened in terms of that their esthetician is, is, has moved on. Um, and then I have a couple of other strategies in my toolkit in terms of helping to make sure that you are able to retain that clientele. So yes, you may lose a little bit of money in the first couple of months, but I guarantee you that what ends up happening, um, is that the rest of the team ends up stepping up in a bigger way and being more productive because we don't have that greasy or that, that squeaky wheel that constantly is distracting for everybody. Um, so the spa values will be linked into the uh, blog, um, the blog on my website after the podcast is finished um, and uploaded. Okay, so we've got a new perspective in terms of your situation is not going to get any better until this toxic person persons are out of here. It's just the way it it's going to be. I don't think I've actually ever experienced in my own business or in the businesses in the business of my clients where that toxic person who's causing problems is able to be kind of converted into that buy-in of values and vision. I've never seen it happen. It could happen, but most of the time what the situation is, is those toxic team members, they just want to do what they want to do. They don't want to be told any different and they just need to move on. Okay. So we got new perspective, spa values. And then the third point I want to make about um, helping you move through out of this toxic uh, team issue and, and hostage management is saying yes to the spa. Now, what I mean to that is that it's more of an internal yes. It's, say, it's you saying, yes, I am choosing my spa business. I am choosing the vision that I created. Uh, like when I first got started, I am cho I'm choosing that, yes, this is still the direction that I want to go. I'm passionate about it. The rest of our team is passionate ab about it. This is, you know, let's, let's move on. Um, so when you have, when you're able to say that yes to yourself, then the next piece is being able to say no to the person who's causing all the problems. Now, um, if you've been following me, you uh, have probably heard me talking about a book called The Power of a Positive No by William Urey. And this is, you know, his, um, his process of, um, being able to say an empowered no 
is one of those, it's a really easy kind of four-step process. The book is easy to read, but it helps you to just wrap your brain around saying yes to yourself and saying yes to your business. And that means having to say no to those toxic team members. All right. So if you, if it freaks you out thinking, you know, even thinking about having a difficult conversation with a toxic team member, then you absolutely need to prepare yourself first by reading a book like The Power of a Positive No by William Neary. Absolutely amazing, um, and just amazing, simple strategy that he has and, and easy to implement as well. Um, I, I like to tease that his, his methodology works on partners, children, <laughs> um, and clients. So it's not, you know, you won't just use this little framework, this uh, power of positive no framework um, for difficult team members. You can use it in many, many areas of your life to help you um, establish some really healthy boundaries in your, in your business and life. Okay, so here's the deal. If you are in a hostage management situation, I feel your pain. <laughs> I so feel your pain. I've been there, um, done that. I didn't want the t-shirt at all, but I got the t-shirt. Um, but that just means that I get to um, speak from experience and, and help you to understand what's happening, um, to understand it's not okay. This is not having team members kind of rule the roost is not an okay way to lead your team. It means that you've lost your leadership way. And it doesn't mean that you can't get it back. It just means that you'll need to do things a little differently and you'll need to see this uh, situation just with a new, uh, a new lens. So if you are struggling with a team, um, I urge you to take a look at your spa values, do that spa values exercise, whether it's on your own or you purchase the little uh, little mini workshop on my shop, and then have a read of that book, uh, "The Power of a Positive No," to help you prepare for that for that difficult conversation that you will inevitably have to have with a toxic team member. So, you know, I'm framing this up in terms of that toxic team member. You know, they've been doing this for a long time. They're very entrenched in their behavior, not interested in um, changing at all. But using your spa values, using the, the uh, power of a positive no process, being clear that your perspective is like, I'm not willing to let one team member hijack my spa success and my, my you know, your mental health and that of the teams that's, you know, it's saying no to that. Um, so go through those pieces on your own. If you feel like you just want somebody to kind of hold your hand through this process, there's a couple of ways that I can support you, whether that's on a one-on-one -on -one coaching call. Um, but maybe this is actually part of a bigger issue in terms of you don't actually have policies and structure in your business for your teams. Like, so maybe you don't have a staff handbook or maybe you have a handbook. It's incomplete and you have not been you know, implementing it. You haven't been having your team use it, follow it. Um, maybe you don't have operation manuals in terms of, you know, clear protocols when you are onboarding and training new team members. So everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Um, maybe you are not feeling very strong in your own spa leadership. And so there's a lot of places in the business where um, kind of the, the weak leadership is eroding um, the, the team culture. So there's lots of places 
uh, that contribute to it, to it, but I really wanted to talk about kind of those first steps of how to identify that you're in a hostage management situation and, you know, what you can do to start preparing for change in your spa business. All right, that's it for me for today's Spa Business Mastery podcast. Uh, I will actually be also having my next podcast, which kind of dovetails with this really well. Um, I've got a special guest coming on next week uh, who is a spa owner, and we are very much talking about team culture specifically. Um, it's my guest is Miranda Bunk. Uh, I can't remember her last name. It starts. Bokenkampf, I think his last name. Uh, it was more about pronouncing it. And from Nicole and Dodge. And I've always admired how she has set up her spa team culture. It's phenomenal. So make sure you tune in for next week's episode um, when we talk about um, how she was able to nurture and cultivate this amazing team culture um, for her spa business. So join me then. <laughs> <laughs>